today. We're uh, Dickless Snick today. So we're trying to do Comments Collective. Welcome, guys. But first, before we start talking, you need to go to our Facebook page, Comments Collective. Uh, our Instagram is, oh no, our Twitter is Comments Collective3, if I recall. You got it. <laughs> All right, cool. So today is just, is Sunny and Quinn. <laughs> it's so weird, right? But it's just us two, the dynamic duo, the older man and the younger man. I brought a young kid into my fight for comics. Let's talk about it. You're not, you're <laughs> not, you're not letting me fight in my underwear. That's not a thing. Yeah, Sorry. I know. <laughs> make you fight right. Make you. Uh, I'm going to make you fight some guy that can throw cars at you three o'clock in the morning, and the next day you got a test. Sorry, I'm a bad parent. <laughs> Sonny, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about DC's new event after uh, Dark Knight's death metal, Future State, uh, whereas though the DC heroes, they let go of their titles and let younger, more, less polished characters take over the roles. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we're going to talk about, we're going to do our own draft picks for our own superhero teams, Marvel and DC. I think Quinn has a Marvel team and he has a DC team. I do. So so we're going to hit that out. We're going to bang that out. We probably won't be a long show today. Probably about maybe 25, 30 minutes. But we're going to try to bring you a bunch of shows this week for missing out. Uh, two we missed two weeks of you guys, so hopefully this will make up for. We're gonna have a PlayStation episode. We're gonna have a guest appearance by someone from the industry of gaming industry, anyway. And let's just get to it. Let's go. All right, all right. Let's bring up the future state. So, Quinn, yeah, what have you seen about the future state that uh, that you're interested in? Uh, so first off, Future State is coming right off the heels of uh, of Death Metal. Uh, so it's kind of one event going into another. However, this one's not more of a contained event where it's like, you know, just just like a main event book and then one shots. From what I understand, it's just a series of like one shots and mini series that all take place in the future. Um, yep. Yeah, so... Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is what I noticed in the solicitations is I noticed that I did not really know a lot of the names of the writers or the artists. Um, so right away, that tells me that they have a lot of up, up and coming talent or talent that uh, doesn't normally work in comics. Right. Uh, come in and do these series, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, so for me, for example, I usually follow certain writers and I didn't see a whole lot of names I knew other than John Ridley and uh, Joshua Williamson. Right. Um, but let me tell you, the premises of some of the books were really, really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say the book is called uh, Who is Batman? Or Where is Batman? The next Batman? The next the ne- Batman. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the next <laughs> Boy, I'm, I'm already messing up. But yeah, John Ridley is doing that book. Um, it's going to be taking place uh, in the future. I don't know what happened to Bruce Wayne, but somebody else has taken the mantle of Batman. Um, I'm excited for this book. I have a feeling that it it's going to be a, a shorter story than I anticipated. Uh, when mm-hmm. I went into the solicits, I noticed that that book is one of the more expensive ones at eight dollars for the book. Uh, I'm looking at it now. It is, but, yep. but that's because they have a ton of um of like mini stories thank, in it that have you. nothing to do with uh, Batman. <laughs> Um, it, it had to do with Batman, but not Batman per se. Is a lot of stuff that he's uh, associated with. Yeah, like he has uh, outside, yeah, Arkham outsiders Knight. <clears throat> and Arkham Knights, and Arkham Knights are the villains. Yeah. Um, another thing that looked really neat to me was I really liked the Justice League roster. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of names that we don't know that are all taking up different archetypes. Like apparently, the new Wonder Woman has something to do with. You know, uh, Diana, um, the the new Green Lantern is the one that's in Far Sector from DC. So that's the only character we have gotten like a solo from so far. Um, and then I think that as far as I know, that Batman is still a different Batman from the Batman that we we have for the next Batman. Correct? Yes. Yes. It's still, um, I guess I, I got... 
Is is uh what's the name Fox? I'm sorry. Um, um what's his name? <laughs> I know. Not, um, uh, God, Lucius Fox's son. Luke, uh, Luke. Luke Fox. Yeah. Because John really had already said it was like, oh, we'll be a yes. person of color, but so it's going to be right. him, not so, going to be Duke. So that's what I'm confused about is that we have a couple of different Batman running around. So we have Luke mm-hmm. Fox's Batman. Then we right. have the Batman from Justice League. Well, it's the same guy. Same oh, costume. It, that is. Okay. All right. And yeah, then it's the same have, costume. And then we have the other dude who is in Dark Detective, which also looks really interesting. Oh, so you don't know about Dark Detective, huh? Okay. So let me let me let me lay it down for you. Dark <laughs> Detective is bat is the original Batman. It's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Is it? Uh, yes, it is. That costume <laughs> looks so much different. Yeah, he because he gave up the mantle to be someone else. Okay. But he still has his traditional, you know, bad ears. But Dark Detective is a story about uh give me one second. Because I went past it because I was reading something else while you were talking. All right, Dark Detective. Dark Detective. The world thought Bruce Wayne was dead. They were dead wrong. When a sense the prior military organization known as the Magistrate seizes control of Gotham City, the original Batman went to went big to put them down. But even the Dark Knight couldn't predict how far this evil force would go to stop him. So that's what's going on right now in Gotham because this new uh organization the the magistrate has taken over the city there are no more police uh it's just the magistrate and they have all types of uh they have new laws where if you're a vigilante you'll be shot on site okay. uh now now bruce wayne's on the run um so now he's he's on it he's doing his own thing on the underground the underground so he's definitely going back to his uh urban legend roots but now he's just going by the dark detective because he knows about I'm I'm pretty sure he knows about the other Batman, but he doesn't want right. to be out there and step on his curtail so he can keep doing stuff on his own without uh assistance but from other people. But yeah, that's one of the books that I'm very interested in to see Bruce Wayne without I mean Batman can Bruce Wayne can do it without anything. Cause you know, if you go back to his year one stuff, he had no real he really didn't have any tech and all that stuff. He just had its wits and uh, his, his his ability. Okay. So now you can imagine a seasoned Batman without anything and just doing his dirt when he got to, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he gets into it. And apparently I think, so I was talking to Quinn the other day about the Suicide Squad thing. And I thought that the Dark Detective was in the Suicide Squad. He's not. Okay. So that's another, so that'll be another Batman that's in that okay. story. But I read I read the synopsis of it and it's like it's funny as shit. And and you know, you know what else to my interest and I'm really surprised I'm saying this. And by the way, Sonny in and out a little bit. It sounds like some like hitting the mic. Um That's probably my core. Uh, but I found that the swamp thing that swamp thing number one looks really interesting for future state. And that's that's being mm-hmm. written by Rom V, who is usually an artist. Um, I really like when certain artists actually like get onto books and, and branch, out. branch out. Like it, yeah. it could be good. I mean, just because you do art doesn't mean you can't be a good uh, storyteller. But I thought that looked right. really, really interesting. Um, mostly because I'm a, I'm also a Green Lantern fan. Um, but uh, but yeah, that book looks interesting. Um, there's a few in here that I would probably that I'd probably read. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely a lot of books that um, that it seems like it'll be good reads. Like this Flash one I'm looking at right now is like, mm, yeah, I'm not into it. I'm like, I saw, I'm reading it. And I'm just like the, the synopsis of it uh, with no no powers, no backup, no other choice. Barry Allen and the other former Flash just face the deadliest threat they ever counted. Wally West. I'm like, can we please stop fucking throwing Wally under the bus? Mm-hmm. Like, can we stop doing that? Like, stop making him the bad guy all the goddamn time. Yeah. It sucks. Sucks. It's annoying. You're like he's 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 good. Let him be him. Yeah. Now, was there anything else from uh, that wasn't part of my list that you were interested in reading? Um, I'm interested in the Superman. Okay. Superman. His story is is John Kent. Uh, apparently, Super Kal El Clark Kent has been called away to the War World yeah. to deal with international crisis there. Book. And right. 
That's the that's that's the other World, Superman book that's coming War, out. Yeah. So and it look and you know, that's a callback to the original World of War from yeah. back in the nineties or two or two thousands. But so so uh, Jonathan is going to be in a um, Jonathan is going to be in. Oh, Jesus, I just got distracted. Sorry, my son came downstairs. <laughs> Jonathan is Jonathan is going to be he's going to have like, he's going to be fighting Brainiac and he shrinks Metropolis and or uh, Smallville because I, okay. I read two different read two different things. One one thing one solicit says Smallville, another solicit said Metropolis, either or. So he's going to do that to protect the city from Brainiac, but he's going to be at odds with his cousin, the, an, an older Supergirl. So that seems interesting, like some, some family I mean, friction. I'm, I'm happy to see John as Superman. However, I right. feel like the Brainiac thing, unless it's done totally different, I feel like it's a it's a a, a thread that we have seen a lot recently from Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There there needs to be someone who could do Brainiac some justice. Um, so hopefully, this will be the one. Yeah. Oh, and the Wonder Woman. The Wonder Woman title is called Immortal Wonder Woman. And there's a rumor that this new series, because she's older now, apparently she's older. She has like a white streak in her hair and all that shit. But she and Batman are currently an item. Again. So I guess Catwoman. Well, yeah. Um, So as him and her and Batman are, are an item now and the Catwoman thing didn't work out in this future okay. state. If we know if, if this is continuity or not continuity or future continuity, I, I think it's supposed world. to be a possible future. <clears throat> yeah, one of those you know possible futures, like they always say. So, in the cover on her cover, she has like her traditional Wonder Woman outfit, but she also has a Batman utility belt. Hmm, interesting. Which is weird, yeah. but you know the art looks amazing. Like for I the said, story. I don't see a lot of top tier <clears throat> talent, but I see a lot of creative and new ideas that i just hope that the execution is there i'm not gonna crap on anything because new artists and new writers need their chance to shine i just hope that someone right. gets to break out from this creative wise mm-hmm. because i know a lot of this was supposed to be stuff that was going to lead into 5g which didn't end up happening right like i would hope i would like to see this um, if it does branch out and like does his own thing, and we talked about this before about DC just doing like one shots every couple years yeah. or whatever, I would love to see this like move forward, especially with the whole um, the Batman being uh, Lucius Fox's son. I love that it says redacted as Batman. You know, you know it wouldn't be a bad concept if let, let's just say there's a breakout book out of these. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Image does a thing where, like, sometimes they they offer to writers that they don't do a book monthly; they do a book quarterly, kind of like how Justice yeah. League was originally. How Justice League didn't come out monthly when it first when it first came out; it was like what every half a year or like every quarter. It would be cool mm-hmm. if they could follow up one of these stories, maybe like quarterly. That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah, it would be. Uh, I wouldn't mind them doing that too, because then you can always keep, you can keep going on with the fact that the uh, superheroes are getting older, and status quo changes. It changes, and that's how it should be. Yeah, let this be a different. I'm not saying it'd be like Ultimate Universe or anything like yeah. that, but you can keep the original continuity and be like, okay, well, this diverged after Dark Knight's yeah. Metal. But the same timeline is still going on, but it's diverse. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's anything different than like the twenty ninety nine books over at Marvel, except for like you could not make it like an ongoing series that's concurrent with the regular mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I agree. I like that idea. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Um, and one more book too. They have an Aqualab. Uh, uh, not Aqualab. Excuse me. An Aquaman book. I'll make this one real quick before we go to our next top topic. They have an Aquaman book, but it has Aquaman's daughter in it, and it has um, what's his name, Jackson Hyde. He was the, the black kid. We know him as Calder from some uh, Young Justice, but in the DC comics, his name is Jackson Hyde, the one from Young Justice. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So she's a kid in that book, 
So I'm thinking that story takes place in the past. Well, that's some time travel shenanigans because they're stuck in this in-between planet because it's, you know, he's mystical, she's mystical. So I think something happens because in the Justice League book, Andy Curry is Aquawoman. Hmm. When she's a kid, she's a kid in the Aquaman book. So that's a little a little hint and a wink right there for mm-hmm. you. But we're going to go totally to our next thing. We're going to do our draft picks for our DC and Marvel Universe yeah. teams. I'll let Quinn go first. So uh, so how we should do this, just so we're all on the same page, is uh, we should start with Marvel, and then we'll... So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do mine, you do yours, and then we can go to DC. Now, it's funny, because I spent right. a lot of time on my Marvel pick. Now, my DC pick came together really quickly, and I'm really surprised about that. All right. So, uh, so what I was, so what I was building, and I want to talk you through this because I feel like I said I put a lot okay. of time into this. Is uh, I built an Avengers roster. Now right. I built this in mind, uh, thinking that if if um, if if it was our current timeline, okay, and Jason All Aaron's right. book ended, this would be the next logical mm-hmm. step, okay? So Thor is still king of Asgard. He's still the, he's still the All Father. Iron Man in his current solo book is um, is a uh, uh, going kind of low tech. He's trying to get back to his roots. So with that in okay. mind, my team leader as as like my legacy character will be Captain America. Okay. Okay. Um, and then who I have as my heavy hitter on my team is uh, I was thinking. Um, I was going to have Blue Marvel. I feel like it's an underutilized character uh, that can fill that mm. genius role, but also has has the powerhouse has the powerhouse aspect of my team. And I'll ex- I like so, it. I like um, it. And then he's also going to be pretty critical because him and Cap will get along because Cap, of course, was in war. Uh, Blue Marvel, as you know, used to be part of the U.S. Marine Corps. So, uh, and I can't feel bad because he wasn't there to do anything because mm-hmm. you know his Blue Marvel, story, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, so they would get along. With that but too. Blue Marvel um, also is a genius engineer, which will come in handy because my rookie pick for my Avengers roster is Ironheart. So I, so nice. I feel like okay. my guiding role for Blue Marvel and Ironheart, kind of being both people of color is that blue marvel can mm-hmm. be that guidance towards ironheart as the new as you know one of the the new people on the team um, right you're totally not there to you know to yeah to help her got it i love it <laughs> love it so far keep going <laughs> keep going so along with my legacy characters uh one of the people that uh that has had a redemption through his time in Marvel is Hawkeye, and he's long since proven himself on, on the Avengers team. He's been on many rosters. Uh, so he's going to be on my team as kind of my sharpshooter. However, he plays another mm-hmm. really key role, and that's reforming our villain of the team, who's Atlas. Atlas, so Atlas has had a lot of uh, ups and downs, but he's also had a history with Hawkeye. He was last mm-hmm. seen during uh, Secret Empire, and he was actually working with um, Hawkeye on the Thunderbolts. However, he ended up defecting from that and working with Baron Zemo again. So this would his, be his atonement. Captain America would give him a chance, knowing that Hawkeye would have his back and maybe you know try to steer him in the right direction. Because we all know that Eric has a big you know a big temper, so he would be the hothead of the team as well. And then that brings me to my last piece of the puzzle, which is uh, Krakoa is still a growing nation. And so I think it's important mm-hmm. to Captain America and the Avengers to keep that good relationship. And who could do that better than a former Avenger himself? Beast. I think Beast would be a good liaison between the Avengers and the, the X-Men. I feel like okay. Beast could have, no, I'm just saying Beast could have that level head that if they were to butt heads, Beast could be that person to, to make sure that both sides keep that, you know, keep that cool head and are able to aim towards the same level. <laughs> <goal. laughs> mm. All right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to let it be okay. after that. Captain America, okay. great pick. Blue Marvel, yep. great pick. Ironheart, okay. great pick. Hawkeye and Atlas, okay. great pick. Beast, 
He can go to hell. <laughs> right, who would you put on that team, knowing my reasons? Um, well, I'm saying Beast is a. I'm not saying he's a bad because that's your pick, and that's and your pick makes oh, sure, sense yeah. to you. And it, it, it makes sense in general. But going by the current timeline, Beast is like really fucked up right now. See, it's not. I didn't really know. Right, okay. Uh, okay, good. He's in the exports book, like starting shit with other countries uh, and shit, okay. and putting. You know what I mean? He's like he's playing. He's trying to play both sides when he he's not built for that type okay. of shit. So he thinks that you know by him doing certain things that it'll work out for them in the long run, but he actually make things worse. Okay. And Gene Gray is like Gene Gray's about to fuck him up in one issue. But you know, I get it. Like if he was going to like a throwback beast, like. Before, like him bringing him destroying time and bringing the young mm-hmm. X Men back. Okay, cool. Yeah, he needs to go back to the Avengers at some yeah. point. But you know, it's all good. That's your pick, and I like it. I, I mean, it yep. will work. He had to. He, I, I think if he had a thing where as though he had to take a break from the X Men, mm-hmm. like he did with the Inhuman type situation back in the day when he did the Inhumans, he's yep. working with the Inhumans. I'd just be fine. He'd take a break to so get away from all that bullshit. All right, so uh, do I do my name, no, or do you want to do? You, you go ahead door? and do right. your Marvel pick. Look, okay, let me do my Marvel pick. Let me move my my microphone real quick. I haven't been breaking up. No, you've been doing great. All right, cool. All right, so here's my my pick. So he picked Avengers, so I have to pick the other side of the coin. I'm picking All the right. X Men. So my X Men team is going to have Storm. She's going to be the leader. Storm has always been a great leader for the X-Men. She just really hasn't had time to show her. Well, she has had time because she led a bunch of teams back Mm -hmm. in the day. But, you know, Cyclops is always, you know, front and center. So Storm will be the leader of this new team. And she handpicked these people because she trusts them and she wants a new she wants to go a new way with them. Uh, So so second coming up is Dazzler. That's an odd pick. (laughs) We want Dazzler because Dazzler has to prove her. She wants to prove herself that she's not just a singer. She's been going through these arcs for a long time in her career. Whereas though um, she people always look at her as the underdog when she's actually the most strongest person. She's one of the strongest per- people on, on the X-Men or one of the strongest mutants, okay. period. Her power has to deal with sound and she can make it into like lasers mm-hmm. and shit. So she's definitely an underdog, but she's trying to prove us that she can be a hero to other little mutant girls and stuff in the okay. world. Yeah. My third pick, Dakin. Every team needs a Wolverine. It needs somebody to do what other people won't do. Okay. And he's been, trying, he's been trying to prove himself since he's been back on Krakoa with the other mutants. Um, he's he's doing amazingly well right now and well written by uh, the writer of the new X Factor book. He is if I, I, I please if you see X Factor on a shelf, it's only I think three issues in. Pick up those books. It, he's so great in those okay. books. Um, but Dakin will be there because he you know he want to prove himself to his dad as well that he can change too. My fourth pick will be Siren. Banshee's daughter. Okay. Because just because, you know, she really hasn't had any shine since the 90s leading the X-Force team. So now I think this will be her time to uh, bring her back into the forefront instead of having her as a side character. Um, she's she's just like her dad. She has a sonic, sonic screen power. She's a fierce, a fierce fighter. She can fight her ass off. Um... She's very, um, how can I say this the right way? She's very, uh, she's strong-willed. Okay. So I think she'll bump heads with Storm a lot because they really haven't been around each okay. other. So I think that'll, that'll be a good dynamic to have them. Like, because all these people that I'm putting on the team have never been together at all. Yeah. All right, so my next pick will be Hope Summers. Okay. She needs a cold name. Bad. I don't know why she doesn't have a cold name. But it's hope so. hope is will be on the team because she wants to get off the island. She's tired of sitting around. She wanna remember the old cable as who he was and she wanna be like her grand her dad. She wants to go and do things and help 
mutants. She really is not really talking to young Cable too much, but she just want to, you know, remember Cable being the fighter for mutant rights and as as her dad was. And she just wants to get off the aisle and just stop sitting in the room with the other people, bringing people back to life. She wants to be out there. She's a warrior. She doesn't need to be sitting around doing nothing all the time. Okay. My next fighter is that now this is the muscle for my team. Somebody else that hasn't been used in a long time. Frenzy. Jeez. Frenzy has not been used in a long time since they had the whole Cyclops. She was in love with Cyclops because they was in the alternate world. And Cyclops was like, oh, yeah, but that was that world. I, I don't love you. I'm with Emma, blah, blah, blah. Huh. Fucked up. It happened. She left the team because of it. Um, so she needs to come because we haven't seen her on the island either, which is insane to me. <laughs> but she's not on the island anymore. She's not. She's she's not on the island. But I would just bring her back into the fold because we need um, more people. So I would like to see her and Storm's relationship, um, like see them have a, like a little a bond and a little friendship because she'll try to you know help her out, find her way. Now that the, you know that everybody getting along, there's nothing out there really to fight okay. anymore. So, and my last pick is the wild card of the bunch because he wants to, he like Dakin or Dakin wants to prove that he is better than his father. And I guarantee you'll never see it coming, but I'm about to say. Shinobi Shaw. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I I just I he just started Excalibur, so I'm still kind of learning about him. <laughs> so Shinobi Shaw, he's the wild card because he's never been a hero at all. Never. His power, he is um uh Jesus Christ, Sebastian Shaw's son. Mm-hmm. And his power is he can control the density of his power. So think about vision, but just being a mutant, and that's his okay. power. So everything you can do, I mean, other than, you know, Shinobi can't fly, but everything else Shinobi can do. He can go his diamond hard steel. Um, he's a great martial artist. He's amazing with a sword okay. because he grew up in Japan, but he grew up in Japan, so he knows how to fight. But <laughs> but yeah, so he's a, he's a wild card. And I'm, I picked him because of all the bullshit that his father is pulling right now in Marauders. Mm-hmm. So... I think he'll be a good. I think this will be a nice little team. Him and him and him and Dekan will get along with each other because you know they're fathers. Yeah. Uh, and Siren and Hope, Hope, Hope is and Hope is another wild card because when I was talking to one of my friends earlier about it, he said you don't have a telepath on your team. And I was like, dude, I got Hope. Hope can be whatever she want to be. So if they go into a situation where. A telepath is like doing some crazy stuff. She'll sense it, copy the power, and she instantly masters said powers. So they'll be covered. It's good. Plus, they they got a side tech team. They got Sage they can talk to. See, it's really. I think it's really funny, personally, that you have commonalities here that I'm sure you thought about, but like, you know, uh, both um, Hope Summers and uh, who did you say? Frenzy. Would have mm-hmm. a weird dynamic because one is a one is a Summers, and so you know, right? Uh, and then Frenzy dated Cyclops, and that would be a, a funny awkward conversation to have. <laughs> um, right? Did Did you know your grandfather or your? How would that be? Your grandfather? Yeah, your grandfather. Yeah, your grandfather. Yeah, your grandfather used to be called Basilic. Yeah. <laughs> God. And, and wish that time that I can't remember the name of the story, but that I wish we got a hero clicks with Bass. Like he was Cyclops in the other world was dope and shit. Yeah. Like he was great. Um, I mean, he's good now. Don't get me wrong, but he was awesome. Yeah, back I mean, then. the only thing that I would really change on your team, you say that Shinobi Shaw is the wild card. I think that Dazzler is the only one that I can't see that would have a commonality with somebody. Well, she got a relationship with Storm. Everybody was on the Outback uh, team okay. together. All right. Because I was going to say, like, uh, Storm and Hope should be all right together. Like, Frenzy and Hope would be all right together. Shinobi and uh, Dakin would be pretty good together. Uh, Siren, I don't know too much about, so I'm not going to speak on that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I mean, otherwise, before you said Shinobi, I was about to say, like, you know, you only have one male on this team. Like, I, w- I would have almost made the criticism to change <laughs> that out of the team to X23 and make it an all-female team. But then you made your case for Shinobi Shaw. And I was like, all right, well, you know what? All right, cool. Like, it all fits together now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I didn't... I, my, my original lineup was going to be X23. Okay. X23 traditionally has been an X-Man. So this team... Storm picks my my in my in my book. Storm picked this. She handpicked this team of people that have never been X Men. She was going to go with. It was just going to be her, Dakin, Dakin. I keep saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Storm, Dakin, Siren, Hope, Frenzy, and Shinobi Shaw. But then Dazzler comes to her and said, "I want to join your team." Okay. Because that's what the point. She's like, "I want to prove myself to these kids on this island." that I'm not just a singer because that's all they talk to me about is being a singer and they love my album. They love when I went on tour and they got, you know what I mean? I want to show them that I'm, that I am an OG X-Man. She is like, she proved herself time and time again. But it's like when people think about Dazzler, the only thing they think about is disco or her singing. That's it. Nothing else. And she's really, like I said, like, and let me tell you, I've been thinking about this. So Dazzler and Siren, imagine them two together on a mission together and Siren just starts yelling and all that sound that Dazzler can absorb and just make into like lasers and oh my God. Oh yeah, that would be kind of cool. It's, it, it would be like, it, ugh, she, she's crazy. I, I know you remember that one book when Dazzler fought Thanos, right? No. <laughs> it, was, it was like one of those books. I'm sorry, you skipped out. What was that? Oh, did I break up? Oh, sorry. It was one of those Secret Wars books from like the Battle World thing. God, okay. Yeah. So yeah, if I, when I find that book again, I'm gonna let you see it because she she was the reason why Thanos got killed. Huh. Okay. It was it was crazy, and that's and it showed. And somebody, at least somebody had the the uh, the the due diligence to be like, you know what? Let me put Dazzler in this. I mean, book. it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> as weird as Squirrel Girl defeating Galactus, which has happened. <laughs> Yeah, and or Doctor Doom yeah. was like, okay, well, really? Well, you know, it's <laughs> a product of its own book, but yeah, you know. right. But all right, I guess we should right. uh, move on to DC. Um, DC, let's get so, it. So, man, okay. So I need to make a proper case for my book. So first off, I wrote, I, I created this team in mind, knowing mm-hmm. that this would be a six-issue miniseries. Okay, so the, the reason why I'm going to have to explain, okay? So in my mind, the thing that really um, sticks out for me for DC is that DC, whether they want to uh, openly say it or not, has a lot of strong biblical references, okay? So mm-hmm. this team, I played into that heavily. So uh, my okay. team is not a Justice League team, like you probably expected. Mine is I would actually I, adopt, for my own purposes, the Shadow Pact as my title. Oh, yeah, I did not okay. see that coming. <laughs> see? So you can surprise me sometimes. I definitely thought Justice League was going with Justice League. So, or JSA. So, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm only taking the title for its name. Okay, this okay. book would be exploring uh, the elements of the DC Universe that are unexplained mm-hmm. uh but are there so they would be fighting things like vandal savage uh trying to understand the origins of a lot of i'm gonna give away one of my members uh understanding the origins of how things came to be in the universe uh in the way of the entities from green lantern mm-hmm. uh and they would be exploring a lot of those kind of like not so much mystical things this time but like the origins of our actual universe Okay, so this so this essentially is your X Files. Yeah, book. absolutely. Yeah. Good. Got it. All right. All right so, let's go. Uh, so my first. So it's funny. I I kind of accidentally split my um my roster into humans versus mm-hmm. entities, which is really funny that I did okay. that because it was on pure accident. So on my actual mm. Earthling side, the first thing, uh, the first person that I have, I don't have a, a de facto leader here, I guess, but uh, Hal Jordan is my pick. He was one that had Good. to, uh, he was the one that took the ring from Abin Sur, who learned a lot about the Red Ring 
and that was created yes. uh, from from Rage. Uh, the Red Ring was mm-hmm. created because Rage was brought into the universe because of Cain and Abel. So the first time, the first time that murder had happened, it was on Earth, and that was why Rage was born into our universe. Ophiden, mm. who was who was another entity, was the serpent in the garden. So that was Greed. Mm. So Hal Jordan, I think, would be a Is, good a good person, a good phil- philosophical fit for my team. Is he is he still a Greenlander or is he just Hal Jordan? He's still a Greenlander. Okay. Okay. All right. So he I just wanted to make sure if he was still um, another a another person that is no stranger to life and death. I have Hawkman on my team. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I think we all know where this is going. Um, okay. On my on my unexplained side, uh, this is a person that has a lot to deal with the magic of our universe, but has also fought things like the seven deadly sins. So that'll be my, uh, Shazam would be my next pick, and he would be kind of the mm. child of the group, the one that needed a little more guidance from some of our more let's say biblical members that I have not talked about yet. Um, so the next, the next one is is God's actual uh, hand of judgment. That is the specter. Uh, I feel like I feel like you'd be a good fit on the team, whether it be Jim Corrigan or it be Christmas Allen. Does not matter to me. They were both detectives at a time, and I feel like they would be a good fit with Hal Jordan on that team. Well, he, I, I'll, I'll wait till you finish because I okay. asked a question about the specter. Um, also, and I am, and I am strictly talking. Uh, the the uh, the new fifty two version. Uh, I would really like Phantom Stranger on my team. Uh, Damn boy, purely because Phantom Stranger in that timeline was atoning for his sin because he was Judas. Okay. okay. Now, now he often had he had. I don't know if you read that book. Did you read that book? Uh, that was one of the ones I did enjoy. So yeah, so Phantom Stranger, as you remember, has the necklace of silver of the thirteen silver pieces, and only when he has atoned right. for a major sin of his past does he speak to God, who in this case was the form of God. He, he was like a do- he was like a dog that was the form of God. Um, he could right. remove then one of those pieces of silver. So this would be another way for him to possibly earn another coin off of his chest. Uh, right. And who to keep him in check more than uh, Zariel, who is a literal angel of God. Damn, boy, <laughs> you went, you went got. I mean, you essentially have all the heavy hitters. I do. Though. But you say it's, it's not going to be a traditional superhero. No, I mean, this would this would have said. I mean, I know it has a has a Marvel like Annihilators feel to it. However, that's mm-hmm. not really the the purpose of this book. It's really to get to the to the roots of of how things tick in the in the DC universe in six issues. It would be mm-hmm. essentially the history of the DC universe, kind of guided to us through this team. Right. Well, I like it. Um, I actually, yeah, I really do like it. I mean, if it's going to be like. Um, like you said, like a philosopher's type stone yeah. type uh, uh, vandal savage history of the DC yes. universe or you know, things that came before the DC universe. I I would read it. I mean, it, it's definitely seemed interesting. Only my only thing, yeah. I only I'm say sure. one thing, but everything else, I'll say. Hal Jordan, I probably would have flipped him with Alan Scott. Now let me ask you why. <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, because he also got his stuff. He also got his ring through alien means because remember it was was made from the star heart plus he's he also has ties to magic as well okay so yeah i I get where you're coming from um i i was i was more Mm -hmm. pulling from jeff john's run so so with Mm -hmm. avon sir having as much knowledge as he had and that coming to light through uh sinestro and through other characters i feel like how jordan although you don't really think about it um, too much. How yeah. Jordan has had a lot of brush with like biblical events, whether he knows it or not. Like the whole reason into being why some of these things exist is because of pure mm-hmm. biblical means. And I feel like DC has always had that in their background, and they're just afraid to to Touch yeah, it. they're afraid to put it all together. 
you know? And, right. and I thought that was really, really cool. I mean, even like the, the, um, the green lantern, uh, the green lanterns entity, uh, sometimes can be shown as like a dove, which is always a symbol for like love and hope and like, you know, stuff like that. And I just, boy, I just, I, I've just had this in the back of my mind forever. And so just to put together a team for it was really interesting. And so I was trying to dig deep and that's where I had, I ended up with Zariel. I was like, man, where has that character been like forever? Uh, but a previous mm-hmm. Justice League member. So people like Hawkman and Green Lantern have actually had, um, oh no, maybe the Hal wouldn't have, that would be Kyle. Kyle would have had. Yeah, Kyle would have, cause he's. Yeah. Yeah, he was. How uh, was uh, yeah. gone at the time? But uh, I mean, either way, um, the only person on my team that I maybe probably would take off. I mean, we had a six-person restriction. I would maybe take off Shazam if I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like because I feel like Shazam kind of deals with the threat, but doesn't really assess it. You know, like he he dealt <laughs> a lot with like Pandora and Pandora's box and the Seven Deadly Sins and his new Fifty Two origin which then got carried over to his newest series. So we now know that that's at least canon. And so I was thinking like, man, he's like actually like dealt with our, you know, the seven deadly sins and like, and like how that can really corrupt people and how, how dangerous that can be all because of one girl's misjudgment. Um, So Hmm. I figured. That makes sense. I like it. So that's where I was. That's where my line of thinking was for Shazam. Um, I, I just felt like they could all bring unique perspectives, Hawkman especially being like the the constant life, you know, life and death that he he goes through through his origin. He doesn't really have a nailed down history per se. Like they change it so often. Hawkman is one of the most inconsistently written characters in the DC universe. I would love to see that right. fixed. Yeah, I like that. That's I, I have actually. I mean, like I said, I have no problem with it. It's kind of, it is kind of cool because it's different. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but I would love to hear yours. <laughs> yeah, everybody, you you made some, you know, good picks tonight. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, had, I, a lot, like, I had a lot of fun okay. with this. Now, like I said, for some reason, that DC pick kind of came off like the top of my head, like ten minutes before we started rolling tonight. Like I was like, man, like it just kind of all flowed. <laughs> right. That's good. I like that though. Um, so my team. So in my team, this world, the Suicide Squad is no more. Um, heroes are still doing their thing. We have, we have peace right now, but sometimes you have jobs that the superheroes can't do. And we you need a team that's out there that does the black ops work that the other heroes won't do. Uh Amanda Waller's gone, she died. In my world, she died during the Leviathan right. event, and she had a she had a daughter that no one knew about. Uh, so her name is uh, Amanda Waller as well. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if you can see where this is going, but so we have Amanda Waller who read her mother's old files about a team called the Secret Six. Okay. And she has all her she has all her mom's files. She's very high up in the military, like a mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just found out that her mom is who her mother was and the higher ups found out who she was and they gave her, they did, she's so high in the military, like I think she was a colonel, my character, she's mm-hmm. a colonel and they're like, you know what, she's the youngest colonel in, in, in the DC universe they're like, hey, how would you like to have your own team? And they said, hey, well I want the Suicide Squad no, that's dead, I won't leave that mm-hmm. that's done I'm not going to lead this team like my mom did so she read the files, said the files and the files said they had Batman. Mother never could get Batman. Batman respected her. So she's like, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So she got rid of the Red Hood. Okay. So the Red Hood is the first person in the Secret Six. Okay. So he'll be there, he'll be happy to join the team, do do the work that you know Batman can't do, and he doesn't mind getting his hand dirty doing the work. All right, so my second member of my team is another person who's not really a bad guy. She can be a bad guy when she wants to be, but she chooses to do bad things. So this character has a close history with one another person on the team that will be a uh, co-leader with Amanda okay. Waller. 
this character is the cheetah. Hmm. Okay. So cheetah, cheetah will be part of this team, and she's another one that will get dirty if she got to. Interesting. So the third, the third member of this team has close. He has close ties with another member of this team, as well as the Red Hood. So we need somebody that can, you know, hit people from long distances if they got to, you know, and make it look like, you know, like real clean, like a clean kill, a clean death. So I'm going to recruit Merlin from the League of Assassins. Jeez, okay, that's a deep cut. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's my other deep cut. (laughs) (laughs) Another... Started off as a villain, ended up being a hero, but still does dirty work when he has to. Superman convinced him that he can be a better person than what he was. You may not know him, but he's a character from a team called the Elite. And then he became the Justice League Elite. His name is Cold Cass. Okay. Cold, Cold Cass. He has his powers of electromagnetism. So he's like... He's kind of like a magneto type character, except he's like he he can he doesn't really do like you know throwing buildings at people and stuff like he does with, he just messes with the electromagnetic uh, the electromagnets in your body like your brain like he can slow the blood flow in your brain and stuff like that. Um, he could definitely he's definitely like an assassin. Yeah, I was type gonna character. say a lot of these are like a lot of like quiet or clean killers. I like it. Right, right. So my next character. Who has not been so? This is another deep cut character for you. He's going to be in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie. His name is Peacemaker. Okay. So you got to have a t- you got to have a character like Captain America, but he's willing to kill you for his peace. So Peacemaker was the character on my team that Amanda Waller recruited because in my retcon they were in the same academy with each other for the military. Okay. So this um, sounds like a DC so now, look. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. It, it, it'll be dark. It'll, it'll be in the regular books, but my my idea of the Secret Six is like they're secret. No one knows about them. Okay. Like Red Hood has his secrets. Batman knows nothing about him doing this shit. Okay. Nothing. About time. About he knows time nothing about it. Secret from Batman. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like legit. Like Batman doesn't even know about Amanda Waller. He doesn't even know about her. He, all he knows is the original Amanda Waller. Died doing the uh, event the, Leviathan. Uh, the the event Leviathan arc, and that's it. Hmm. She shows a secret, um, and I can tell you where I got the idea from. And after I'm, after I give you my okay. last character, oh, the sixth and final member of the team is kind of a deep cut, but not really a deep cut. Mm-hmm. She is also a member, well, a former member of the League of Assassins. She knows Merlin. She was there when Red Hood got trained in the League of Assassins when he was revived. But she just watched from a distance. She really didn't let herself be known. She's, she's the oldest member on the team. Her name is Nissa Al Ghul. Okay. So she's Talia's oldest sister. And Rachel Ghoul's uh, second child. Okay. So she's definitely there. She's go- she knows Robin. Robin, I mean, not Robin, excuse me. Red Hood looks up to her because he heard stories of her leaving her dad because they had a, a difference of opinion on how to do things. And like she didn't believe in Rachel Ghoul should destroy the earth to make things better. She left and just like, you know what? I ain't got time for this no more. And she left and did her own thing. But the co leader, one of the co-leaders from the sidelines that it will be known as Mockingbird, because, you know, Mockingbird has a big part to play in the Secret Six history, will be Steve Trevor. Okay. Because he wants to do something because he's like, you know, the government pushed me to the side when I led the Justice League of America team and just had me doing all types of stuff that I didn't want to do. And I'm tired of being known as Wonder Woman's ex. He wants to be part of it. And he has a secret uh, storyline that's coming up for me in my book where he gets superpowers. Hmm. So, so that's a future thing that I'm going to bring up at some point, so too. That's what I want to ask you. OK, so with you said you're you're three kind of people puppeteering 
uh, is two two people. I thought you said Amanda Waller, Steve Trevor, and Cheetah were all kind of people pulling strings. Oh, not Cheetah. I, I was saying Cheetah that Cheetah she can be good if she wants to be, okay. but she chooses not. So yeah, how does Cheetah and Steve Trevor not have like huge problems with each other? <laughs> well, that's the thing. She he the the funny part was Steve recommended he recommended that they get Cheetah for the mm, team. Okay, because of her, the fights that she had with Wonder Woman, and she was like, "Yeah, you need something like that on your team because she's very because she's also a smart person too as well." Huh? Sounds um, like if you ever needed to cancel the book, all you got to do is have them fight the Justice League, and that's going to piss all kinds of people off. <laughs> oh, see, this is the other part of the story, David. I had a conversation with our friend, uh, Mister um, Wizkids himself, but I'll leave it at that. And <laughs> he said that because what I'm telling you about the story where I say how Steve Trevor gets power later on, he said that they would be at odds like Red Hood would be at odds with Steve Trevor or Steve Trevor would be at odds with Red Hood because, you know, the whole leadership thing, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And, and, you know, because, you know, Steve Trevor is definitely a better leader than Red Hood is. But, you know, Red Hood is trying to prove himself. Right. To Amanda and to uh, Nisa, because Nisa, you know, believes in in uh, right because he did the same thing as she did, and that's why they get along so well. Um, so Steve Trevor is going to get power soon. I guess I could just tell you now at this point. So my idea, a lot of my ideas, so I was taking stuff from Marvel. So I did the whole Amanda Waller from like you remember New Fifty Two. She was young, yes, and she, you know, she looked different. So. My, this new Amanda Waller, this the daughter, would be that version of Amanda Waller from the early earliest runs of New Fifty Two. But she would be the daughter, a la Fury and his son. Gotcha. Like, okay. you know, so that, that makes, so that's why I got that. that. So much more sense, yeah. So I, I I went with that because I was like I hated the fact that they, all of a sudden she was all slim and slim, nice looking, and she was still shooting, killing people. But then later on in the stories, they just said, oh, let's bring her back because the Suicide Squad movie coming out. Let's put it back the way she was. Like, nah, stupid. Um, but that's DC, though. So that's another story. Um, so, like I said, with Steve Trevor was he's going to get powers a la like Flash Thompson with Venom, and he's going to control it because he's been working on this control with different people, different mystic people. Steve Trevor will get the Eclipso Diamond. Hmm. Okay. And he's going to control the Eclipso Diamond, and then he's going to end up being on the team. And then one of the other guys is going to leave the team, like a like a Merlin may leave the team to do something else. So he'll do something and go too far and then he'll get arrested. Um, that's why I use Merlin, because you say he was a deep cut. You know, he's just a bow and arrow guy. Not to say he's bad, because he's like the second best archer in, in, in the DC universe. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's how I was going to do my Secret Six team and just have the, uh, a continuing story of Steve dealing with the Eclipso, um, Red Hood, arguing with Steve or Steve arguing with Red Hood about leadership. Uh, Cheetah just sitting back, just laughing at everybody, kind of like the, um, uh, but you can say my team, my book is, my team is kind of reminiscent of Thunderbolts, if you want to say that too as well. Yeah. Because Cheetah would be like uh, Minerva. She would be like Moonstone, just sitting back, just looking at everybody like, yeah, you know, you know, you're very cute, blah, 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 just trying to get information, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Peacemaker would be like the U.S. agent type role. He would just be there doing his job. Nisa um, is just there looking out for Jason because she's like, you know, look at him like a little a, a son. Right. So it's all good. That's that's my team, and I really believe in it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I feel like both of us had like a lot of like really creative picks today. <laughs> that's awesome. Right. Like it's to the point now, like that I look at my Secret Six team, and I'm just like, I want to draw a poster. Oh, I want to draw something with them on the cover, yeah. something like that. Yeah, but wow, it's yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because I'm just thinking about that team. Like, you would think about Jason, like, he definitely wants to not move away from the Bat family, but it's just like, you know, he wants to be known for something other than being, you know, the second Robin or the one that the Joker, the, the Robin the Joker killed and, you know, the, the, the bad son. You know what I mean? He wants to go and do something good, like change the world. Hour and not just focus on Gotham order. Right. He wants to change the world as a whole. Yeah. But you know, so no, through his own means. 
Right. It, make sure that no other joke is being born out there. He just wants to stop it before it starts. Yeah. Well, Sonny, I have to say that this was a very, uh, a very challenging, but very fun um, thing that you presented to us today. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Like, I, I, I had a lot of fun doing this. Uh, like I said, for some reason, my Marvel pick took a lot longer than my DC pick, but... It's just, and it's funny because that's a kind of comic for my DC pick that, like, I, I'm just surprised they haven't. <laughs> like, right? You know, it's just it's so obvious to me because they have so much of that going on. Um, right. But hey, I mean, you know, this is why comics can stay fresh is because you can have people come in and just be like, "Hey, this, this, this will work." Right. Like. Who thought that, like, going back to what we were talking about earlier, especially with Steve Trevor, who thought that, like, Steve Trevor and Katana and Hawkman and a female version of the Atom could all work together and call it a Justice League team? Right. You know, it's just... But just... Mm-hmm. It, it just wor- it just worked. It just it clicked. It was really... It was very interesting. Yeah, it, it worked. That's the thing. It worked, but then... Like always with the different companies, they they have something that's like that people actually do like. Yeah. And then they just, you know, all right, we just did it secretly for an event. Ha ha. The event's over. Get rid of the team. Right. Like, damn, and really? That, and that was the, the biggest problem is that like Jeff John Jeff Johns should have told DC that he wanted to build it as like a like a mini series. Because you can mm-hmm. you can tell, and I've been saying people all the time, like when you read this book like stop after the first trade because honestly that's what it is it's setting up for this new characters coming on the rookie of the team being atomica right but being, oh, no, being, being atomica and vibe yeah but but mm-hmm. and then one of them is not actually a rookie and has now betrayed the team and now it kind of leads into this event and this team's kind of scattered and split and like it's a mess um, right. So in that regard, I always tell people to like just read that that book and then go into Fred Revel because that's what it led to. Because then right. that team became, um, let's see here, Jeff Lemire took the book and then they just decided they couldn't, for some reason he couldn't choose a direction whether he wanted to go Justice League Canada, which would have been interesting, or Justice League International, which was more of a space team. And I felt like because right. of that and the book wasn't even didn't even have the same members. It didn't even have the same tone or feel or anything. Nope. Um, and sadly from, well, I think it, it, sadly it went international and then it went to Canada. Yeah. I think it, was. it was, it was flipping in. It was flipping back and forth sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like with Marvel. Like I think right now they have a, uh, all that strange book with Savage Avengers, yeah. but it strangely worked for a while for me. Now I eventually mm-hmm. did kind of fall off because I was like, all right, cool. Like, like the main threat was gone. Do I really need to read this anymore? But still, I mean, it was an interesting concept. Someone sat down and somehow paired like Venom and Wolverine and uh Punisher and Electra <laughs> together. <laughs> Shit, dude, you <laughs> With, you forgot the main and, thing that started it was Conan. Conan. I was getting to that because he was the whole series. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was the whole thing. But like, just what a weird concept with just like, okay, cool, pick everyone with knives and let's just roll with it. <laughs> right. Um, and, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, you know, I, I need more of that. Uh, sometimes a book doesn't need to be uh, ongoing, and sometimes it doesn't need to be self-serious. It sometimes just right. needs to be uh, fun. I don't understand why the comic book companies just doesn't do that. Like, yo, it's nothing wrong with limited series. Right. Just make sure you got a point and a premise and then, you know, a beginning, a middle and the end. Right. And it, it doesn't even have to be 15 issues. It can just, it can just back in the day. I remember I used to get, I remember getting limited series. It was like one, two, three, one, two, two, one, two, four, one, two, right. five. And I would buy those books and be like, Oh, I love these books so much. Like I still own, but I still have, I have the Falcon limited series from back in the day, which was awesome. Right. Where in, in the first issue, Professor X was like, yeah, you're a mutant, Sam Wilson, but people don't talk about that. Like, you know, Sam is a mutant, right. but he doesn't talk about it. No one, no one brings it up anymore, but yeah, it's in the book. Professor X said, Sam was a goddamn mutant. That's why he can talk to birds. Right. Duh. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, so I get, I guess, I guess in all actuality, whether you meant it or not, this challenge was really just, you know, like 
whether you're Marvel, you're DC, you're Boom, you're your Dark Horse, uh, be different. Try new things. Uh, you know, yes, you might lose money in the short term, but if it ends up successful, then you might have a hit on your hands. Right. Definitely. And, it, and like you said, we talked about earlier, it doesn't have to be an ongoing. It could just be like every couple, like, you know, six times, two times out the year, you could have a limited series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? That, those are the kind of books that I gear towards anyway nowadays. Uh, right. You know, um, one of the one of the things I love for DC right now is that they have these black label books that are not in continuity. So I don't need to know a ton of things. And mm -hmm. then they're just like one issue every other month. And there might be only like somewhere between like three to four. Uh, well, I, I would say three to six issues. Um, yeah. And like, you know, it's your one and done and they seem to be more powerful stories than some of the other things. I mean, they've had White Knight in there. They've had Batman the Smile Killer uh, and Killer Smile for, for the joke yep. end of it. Uh, they had Batman the, um, what was it, Batman the Last Knight. Uh, they had Wonder Woman. Uh, I forget the name of her book. Ends of the Earth, maybe? I think it was into the earth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because all these stories are like really clever and like they, you know, someone had a beginning, a middle, and end and was able to tell that story in a, a paced out fashion. Because too often now, which I appreciate, but I don't at the same time, is that everyone's writing for trades anyway. So sometimes I read a story arc, like I hate the harp on it. Uh, but Sonny, I, I know you're going to hate when I say this, but um, the new Age of Conchu storyline, for example, for for Avengers, I felt like could have mm -hmm. been an issue or two shorter. Um, because yeah, they they didn't need that middle story. It was a story where it, like he was like retelling telling the whole story. It was weird. Yeah. I, that one I didn't like. I didn't like that. Yeah. You're right. I and so like it's that. one of those things where companies mandate this whole like, okay, every story arc has to be exactly depending on whether you're Marvel or DC, five to six issues. Uh, sometimes you just don't need that. Sometimes you can do it in three, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, I feel like Marvel, if it's a big enough creator, gets a, gets away from it a little bit. And they'll, like uh, Donnie Cates, for example, in his Thor uh, issues, it's going to be weird to collect and trade, but like his newest story arc was only two issues long. And I was fine with that. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, I, I just this this was fun. We we needed we need to do something along this line in the future. I, I really liked uh, putting together a roster. Um, maybe we can do it some other way. You know, maybe oh, yeah, I, may, I, yeah, maybe we create a new character. Maybe we explain their ties to the the greater universe, Marvel, DC, Image, or whatever it might be. Uh, and we could do something trust, like that. Trust me, I got ideas about. Um... I got some new ideas like we can do like like how like we would cross over different books like a versus book you know back in the day they used to do versus books all the time there was the event like they used to have Fanta X-Men versus Fantastic Four wow. Adventures versus X-Men and like you know yeah. what I mean like cool shit like so that we or we can do the synopsis yeah. we don't have to tell the whole story but just come up with a synopsis right. as to why this is happening that could be kind of cool yep Yep. Yeah. Old school shit. Not before they ruined everything and made everything a damn event. Now, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> the first crossover for company was what JSA versus JLA, correct? Uh, I want. I want to say that was the first like major team crossover. Oh, oh, oh! oh you mean originally, yeah. like back in the yeah. day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was like the. It was the golden. That was the, the golden age versus. Yeah, it was the Golden Age and the Silver Age meeting each other. Yeah, but what was what was the name of this? Because it was like Earth One, Earth Two. Yeah, well, it was like Case or something like that. Maybe DC Presents. No, well, yeah, but the actual event it was called Crisis of Crisis of Two Earths or Crisis of something. I I forget what it was yeah. called, but that was where the Crisis tagline came from. And right. there had been two of those before we got to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right. And that's when they brought the worlds together and you know yeah mm -hmm. definitely because and then after that that's when they always had like something every year for them to hook up with each yeah. other like a thanksgiving type thing it was always something with the two teams yeah. had dinner with each other and shit like yeah. that it was cool well we are just about at an hour is there any final uh final words you want to say sonny 
Uh, no, I just like I'm mean, echoing what you're saying, and I enjoyed doing this tonight. And guys, we're definitely going to try to keep getting more episodes out. Uh, uh, Quinn and I will do another episode this week, and we're going to be talking about the PlayStation and Xbox, all the new information that came out about it, and what we're really more excited for. Yeah, PlayStation and Xbox. Which one do you want? Pick one. You do it now. <laughs> all right. So. Well, my name is Quinn. And this is Sunny.